This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Hey, before we get into the episode, Nicole, how sad would you be if we don't win the Webby for Best Arts and Cultures Podcast? Super, super sad. <laughs> don't don't make Nicole be super, super sad, you silly gooses. Vote for us. We got a link in the description. Webby's Best Arts and Cultures Podcast. Don't even read what the other podcasts on there are. It's our last day. Let's do it, baby. Let's win. I want to win. I want to win. I want to Yeah, win. you keep saying that, dude. I believe you. Me too, man. <laughs> I need it. I have low self-esteem. I know Me some too. people think I'm a narcissist, but Ugh. no. Both. Both it's down things. here. We need to raise it up here, Nicole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're down here. We're we down here. Up, here. up here. And we're going to do that if we win a Webby. Please vote for us. Get in, Betch. It's bottomless mimosa season, and this ginger needs her jiggle juice. You don't even have red hair. Nicole, it's just an expression. This, this is, is a hot dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaidi. And Nicole, today we're talking about what time is brunch. And this is something that's come up organically in my life because <laughs> I get infuriated when people propose a brunch time that I feel is inappropriately out of the brunch window. Mm, and what is the brunch window which, with which you peer out of, Josh? <laughs> the brunch window that I peer with, from whence I peer. Mm -hmm. I read Shakespeare in high school. Um, brunch is a portmanteau, right? It's a combination of breakfast and lunch. Yes. Therefore, the only acceptable brunch time has to fall between breakfast and lunchtime. Which is what time? So breakfast time is one. I eat about three breakfasts these days. I'm on my third <laughs> breakfast by 11 a.m. Oh, so for me, wow. the results are a little skewed, but breakfast is obvi morning time whenever you wake up. Mm -hmm. But to me, lunch, lunch is not until 1 p.m. That is when lunch officially starts. <laughs> and it, hold on. Whoa, what is that? A, is that controversial? No, I mean, it's a little late in the day. No, but yeah, that's why he had three breakfasts. Oh, OK, 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 OK. Because you have you have like pre-workout with some carbs. And okay. then you have post-workout protein. All right. And then you like eat a couple spoonfuls of chicken salad at no. 11 a.m. Yeah. And that's three that, breakfast. No, no, no. Those spoonfuls of chicken salad are your lunch. They're no, your pre-lunch. No, the spoonfuls of chicken salad at 11 a.m. are brunch. They're your pre-lunch. If you wanted to get 
If you wanted to get pre-lunch. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. But for real, like if you are going to brunch with your friends, what time? You have you have a ton of friends. I like have friends. Yeah. Some. You all go to brunch? Sometimes. What time? Um, The typical time, it has to be after 11.45. Okay. Yeah. I I don't 100% disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Because I think that like 11 a.m. is too early to get the party started. There's okay. There are different brunch times for different people. Like if I'm going to brunch with my mom, like mm. we're there at like 1030. Yes. Like if I go to is brunch. Is that not just breakfast? And I don't know because the menu has a chicken sandwich on it. Yeah. Th- so what are you supposed to do the key, if the menu right? says uh, batter chicken a sandwich? Like what are you supposed to say? This isn't a breakfast item? Like that's so rude of you. <laughs> like why would you do that? So I think brunch depends on the grouping you're with. I've never been to a solo brunch before. Have you? No, That's wait. Weird. Ooh, one time it was like after the dentist and I had a bad time. So I don't know thought, why I did it. I was like half numb, but they did, they didn't like fully numb it. They gave me just like, like numb me. Yeah, and it was um, <laughs> That's awesome. It was what's that one really expensive place where the white ladies make the Persian food? Republic. No, oh. no, no, come on, come on. Kismet, Kismet. Kismet, Kismet. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I went and got like uh I spent like $70 on, you know, leaving hungry. Um, mm-hmm. But that was probably the last time I was like rewarding myself for going to the dentist on a Saturday. Nice. Uh, and they they straight up filled a cavity without novocaining me. Ouch! They gave me like the tiny bit of the topical numbing stuff. Okay, and, it and didn't it's like do anything. real old school dentists. Uh, like literally grew up dentisting in the USSR. Interesting. <laughs> so they were just like, we don't need novocaine. We can just go in. And so I rewarded myself with a solo brunch. And it was a terrible experience because mm. brunch is social. Yeah, the whole point of brunch is to have it with one other person at least. A table of seven. Ooh. Oh, man, I've been kicked out Ooh. of a brunch buffet in Reno, Nevada for taking bottomless mimosas too far. One time I worked at a, as a hostess <laughs> at a place in Manhattan Beach. And one time a girl had her 21st birthday in bottomless mimosa brunch and she threw up everywhere. And then we had to <laughs> we had to caution tape the whole area. And that's all I got to say. Brunch is like the modern American hedonism, right? It really is. It's it's ba- it's bacchanalia. It, it's bacchanalia. Yeah. It's like the Roman feasts where it'd be like the kings ate for 36 straight hours. They ate a bushel of grapes and drink a barrel of wine. I have to ask you, is brunch as enjoyable without bottomless mimosas? I have reached the point in my life where I just buy things that I want. But okay. I don't buy anything expensive, right? I, like I, I buy like a... Like, I buy my T-shirts at Target mm-hmm. so I can just buy as many $15 cocktails once a month when I want to. <laughs> sure. And so I'll go to a brunch and accidentally order, like, $70 worth of liquor, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty upsetting when the tab comes. And that, that's happened a fair amount of times. Uh-huh. And so I don't necessarily chase bottomless mimosas. I kind of just order all the drinks that I want to. I love bottomless mimosas. <laughs> I love mimosa places. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I love brunch places that offer, like, three different kinds of liquids. There's your classic orange. There's your grapefruit. And then the elderberry. It's like, what are you? you doing ooh, here, Elderberry? Ooh. Are you from the cast of Bridgerton or something? Who's You're she? so classy. Um, I, I think the mimosa offsets the experience because you're probably, you know, Dropping, what's it called? Dropping tea? What is it called? Spilling tea? Spilling tea. tea. Yes, you're I'm spilling not cool. tea. I'm not, I'm you not kids hip. out there dropping the tea on the tiki tackies. <laughs> I only pretend to be cool. I'm actually not. Well, you know, you're going to go spill the tea. You're going to go do the hot goss with all your friends. You're going to get an Uber. You're going to look cute. You're going to put on top eyeliner. Like, it's a thing. I do generally put on top <laughs> eyeliner when I go to brunch with all my girls to drop the tea. So I do, I do identify with this. <laughs> but no, brunch can't be. I think the ending point at brunch has got to be 245. That is absurd. That is linear. What? Up to, up I mean, no, no, no. 245 <laughs> is a late lunch. Do you believe that that brunch has to be 
temporally located between breakfast and lunch. Or, I mean, you Temporal think brunch... can be eaten at any Tem- time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can just have the shrimp. No, but like, do you think that brunch has now like surpassed the original breakfast meets lunch meaning? Um, and now it's just an event where you get hammered off of juice and the cheapest champagne money. Can I mean, buy. the hammer getting hammered isn't like the main point. I do think it's the camaraderie and eating eating yeah. eggs. Eggs are a eggs big have part. to be there. Eggs. If you're not eating eggs at brunch, yeah, that's true. I don't get it. Like, yeah, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, I, I think you're right <laughs> with the fact that there's two different brunches, right? Okay. At least the two that I participate in, okay. which is Granny Brunch. Okay. Where we go to her old folks' home and they have like this giant, you know, <laughs> last time we went there, they had a whole salmon that had like the cucumber scales on it. Wow. And just like a spoon, Classique. you just spoon off the salmon. Classic. And yeah, they had all the, the, the Jew foods for the old like Jewish World War II veterans that live in this old <laughs> folks home. You know, there's like defrosted locks and the mini Aww. Sarah Lee bagels with the Philadelphia cream cheese packets. Okay. So there's that, which starts at 10.07 a.m. And yeah. goes till 11.30 when, you know, granny gets tired. And that's that brunch. You know, you're drinking coffee out of a styrofoam paper cup and there's inexplicably a whole cooked salmon. Okay. And then there's the bottomless mimosa batch brunch, which <laughs> I love. That to me, I've noticed that friends will be like, we're doing brunch at 2 p.m., which is bonkers to me because there's no, you're, you're still getting eggs on the menu. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but you have to think about it this way. So let's just say you go, like, maybe you're going on a hike beforehand. Oh, maybe you're that's going fair. out beforehand. Maybe you're going, like, well, my perfect, have you ever been to Bungalow? Yeah, I've been to okay. Bungalow is the it is the only time I have ever used celebrity <laughs> status to get anywhere. It works. Did I, okay, so Should I, I was. Try it? This is a bar. I'm this is try it. like when you are 23 years old in Los Angeles and you want to feel cool, you go to Bungalow, right? <laughs> yeah. It is the longest line of any bar I've ever been to. It was literally an hour long, so and I was waiting in it. And somebody comes up to me. He's wearing an earpiece, and he goes. Hey, that's Chef from Good Mythical Morning. And I go, yeah. And he goes, cool, man. And they go, hey, 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 one sec. Um, I've never done this at all, and I don't plan on doing it much in the future, but um, <laughs> is that enough for you to just let me cut through all of this? Were you alone? Uh, no, I was, I was with Julia, and she's good in these situations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he did. And so shout out to the head of security at the bungalow. If you're listening to this head of security at bungalow, please let me in. My name is Nicole Anaity, <laughs> and I'm also a chef at Good Mythical Morning. <laughs> let me in. I'm tired of standing in that damn line for no reason. Uh, wait, it's not that we're desperate for clout. It's that... I'm wanting to... Standing in line makes me faint. Oh, my I get faint in line. <laughs> it's a health hazard at that point. <laughs> no, but think about it this way. Like, you're going to go to bungalow with the ladies. Maybe some guys are going to be there. And, you know... Y- the, the line is so damn long and it's hot. So you're going to have brunch from 12 to like 2.45. You get up, you walk over, and then you just go and you have a good time. I think we need a new word. What? What's because, the word? Well, no, I, I, I think like a spork, right? A spork is a combination of a spoon and a fork. Correct. And if I were to get, have gotten a spork that did not adequately fulfill both of the needs and the functions of a spoon and fork, mm-hmm. I would feel misled that that was not indeed a proper spork. If I am going to a brunch at 2.45, to me, that is not fulfilling the properties of breakfast and lunch, and I feel it needs a new name. No way. You can't call it. Leonard's not sexy. Brunch Leonard's not sexy. Br- yeah. Brunch, is, it's not an objectively sexy Okay, word, what about though. this? What about we call it Dunch? Dunch. Let's go get some bunch of Dunch. <laughs> Let's <laughs> like go to Dunch. No. Dame Judy Dunch. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying, though? Like, I think we no. need to keep some sort of purity. No, no, no. I think once the sun starts to go down around 4.55, that's whenever it's dunch. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it dunch. 
<laughs> do you eat lunch? Do you do you ever do like that big like mid? Because no. I, I don't like it. I normally eat dinner at like eight thirty p.m. I do too nowadays. Like eight. Wait, what, what's your like? What I eat in a day? Like when do you eat? What times oh. do you eat? Well, I wake up in the morning and I have a coffee, and then I come to work, and then I normally make myself two eggs with cheese and some sort of like chicken breast or like turkey breast like slice thing and then you're eating that at what like like nine nine forty yeah nine forty five and then i snack 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 <laughs> until about like oh, what time is lunch for us One thirty. we've been eating lunch late at like two yeah like one thirty, two thirty. so you're doing breakfast at like 10 or like mm-hmm. let's say nine forty five. yeah lunch at two two and then i go home and then i have dinner at like seven forty five eight. yeah yeah. That makes sense. And then the weekends, what do you do? Oh, how often whatever do you, how I often want. Are you going to brunch, though? <laughs> I don't go to brunch that much anymore. I hardly do anymore. I'm either. a married woman. I have a house. <laughs> I have a cat now. I have to, you know, sit there and be an adult. And you have, have you have like, I mean, you do Shabbat every Friday. I so do. you like get that socializing, that big performative meal. Yeah, I do. Through that. Which is, which is the purpose of Shabbat. A lot of people just think it's like, oh, re- religious. No, it's to like, See what's going yeah, down. You're kibitzing. Yeah, you're no, shooting, you're, you're seeing, shooting the shit. You're there to shoot the shit with your with your family yeah, or so friends. You, you yeah. kind of get like that brunch thing fulfilled on Fridays. Thanks, Judaism. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Jews. Juicy <laughs> Jews. Juicy Juice alternative for Jews. Um, so. No, I love. Let me tell you, if I could go to brunch every Sunday, I don't Saturday brunch. I don't like. Why it needs to be Sunday? But do you drink? Do you drink on a Sunday? In the morning, yeah. I don't. I can't. I get the Sunday scaries where I'm like, I have a lot of stuff to do on oh, Sunday. Oh no! What kind of mentality is that, Josh? It should be Sunday happies. <laughs> I have so much to do. I mean, I enjoy my job, but you know what it, I mean. No, like, yeah, no. <clears throat> on Saturdays, you have to rest. You have to recuperate from your week. Monday through Friday, you've been grinding, you've been mm-hmm. pushing, you've been kicking ass. And then on Saturday, you kind of lay there and do nothing. And then Sunday, you're like, okay, I'm going to go put on some top eyeliner and a frilly top. I'm going to go eat Eggs Benedict with my girls. Interesting. I, though, like to have a big Friday night where I push myself over the edge <laughs> to complete exhaustion. Like, literally, we will wrap filming at, say, like, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Th- there have been many Fridays where we have wrapped filming, say, like, 6, 6.30, uh, long day on set, long day of cooking and being engaged. Uh, and then I will go straight to the gym. And then I will hit a really hard workout mm-hmm. and I will change underneath a bridge. <laughs> and then I, I will just leave my car here and I will just Uber to like a bar with friends and then just, you know, go out into Koreatown. I'll eat oxtail stew at two in the morning. And then the whole all of Saturday yeah. and Sunday are just spent recovering. And just and so for me, there's like no room for brunch in my life because I'm eating a 2 a.m. Korean. Yeah. A Kori Karbi Jim is the name of the dish. Karbi and it is the gym. best drunk food in Yum. the history of the world. Sounds great. At Sunnang Dan. I just, I just don't know. I just, I guess you're right. I guess I get my, I get my kicks on Friday night. And then, but the thing is when I'm with my family on Friday, I don't get to like gossip and like key as much as I yeah. do with like my so friends. So brunch is like, like brunch does have utility for you. Yeah. But also I do hang out with my friends during the week. Well, you do stuff during the week? Who yeah. does that? Yeah. Maggie, you do too? Yeah. Social. I go home and I like stare at a wall and then somebody will be sounds like, like want to do pro- something? And I don't answer their texts until Friday night. That sounds like a you problem. Of <laughs> yeah, course. I, I make so. plans with people. You know what I hate? What's that? Brunch at 9.45. Get out of here. Who the fuck get is there. doing that? Get the fuck out of here, brunch at 9.45. Okay, 9.45? What, 
Wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay, so when, when when we were initially like talking about this idea, because this just came up because I was like pissed off that a friend was like brunch at two thirty, and I was like, yeah, brunch gotta be breakfast and that. And then I started actually doing some research on like when the term brunch was coined. Okay. Uh, let me introduce you to my new homie, Guy Berenger. Guy Berenger. Guy Berenger. He wrote an essay called "Brunch: A Plea" in 1895 for Hunter's Weekly, mm. and it was literally just him trying to be like, "Hey, let's get this whole brunch shit going." Because the alternatives suck. And I guess what the whole deal was, they would do these like post-church meals that were kind of stodgy. And this guy was like, yo, brunch is this like new thing. This is apparently the first time the word brunch was like issued in publication. How cool, okay. Uh, And he, okay, so he says, uh, brunch is cheerful, sociable, inciting. It is talk compelling. It puts you in a good temper. It makes you satisfied with yourself and your fellow beings. It sweeps away the worries and cobwebs of the week. And literally the last line of this is just, and this is 1895. P.S. Beer and whiskey are admitted as substitutes for tea and coffee. Nice. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, well, you're doing that, Nicole. I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk. But also, they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elf. Nicole, you're not ready for this one. Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. And so it was literally like, I thought brunch was going to be like, well, miners used to get off the mines at 9 a.m. <laughs> and so they needed a, you know, between breakfast. Yeah. And no, it's, it's literally a like... Boozy brunch betches, but from 1895, That's a dude named great. Guy Berenger. And so, and also he says in this article that brunch starts between noon and noon 15. So like my whole thesis hmm. of brunch needs to be in that hour between like, like to me, brunch is ideally before noon because afternoon is lunch. Bullshit. I'm just dumb. Guy Berenger, 1895. He debunked it. I, I don't know, man. I, I still think there is merit to getting up really late on a Sunday and going and eating Eggs Benedict at 2.30. <laughs> There's something about that that is okay. I think what, you, what, what we're deciding here is that brunch is just freedom, right? Like brunch is for brunch. There's Nicole. <laughs> you get there's eggs next to fried chicken sandwiches. It's wild. Fucking granola. You know, next to salads. Who oh, gives a shit? It's, yeah, brunch. Yeah, it's brunch. It's brunch. You're just you're you're throwing up mimosas in Manhattan Beach. It's brunch. I hope that girl's okay. Oh yeah. Twenty first birthday. She was so embarrassed. I still remember what she was wearing. You're getting kicked out of Reno, Nevada, because you keep smoking cigarettes while drinking your mimosas, and there's children around, and Reno's a weird place. And you drink eighteen of them. And then they say, we can't keep watering them down. You're just going to go into diabetic shock from all the sugar from the orange juice before any of this watered-down champagne kills you. Nicole, that is the essence of brunch. Do you have diabetes? Uh, I was pre-diabetic when I was a kid, I think. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no way. Oh, yeah, pre-hypertensive. And they now thought you I had a do- thyroid disorder, too, because I was just, like, real big. And now you're here? <laughs> and, yeah, look at me go, man. Look at you. Wow. We beat the, we beat the odds. Um, I mean, I guess it has a lot to do with freedom, but what you're doing, having oxtail stew at 2 a.m., what is that? If not No, oh, you know what it is? Deckfist. Nah, dude, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Fifth meal? Fifth. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like in my Fourth actual meal. life, it's like seventh meal, though. <laughs> if you really looked at it, I'm eating seventh meal at like two in the morning, uh, and it's my absolute favorite meal. 
of the day. Like that to me is where I'm at my best. That's where all the, not 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 the tea is coming out. Mm-hmm. That's where like all of the weirdest conversations. Yeah, you talk about like death and uh-huh. like marriage and taxes and gross stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. that. No, you talk about like all the deepest things in your life, and yeah. like it can go from anywhere. It can go from like raunchy and sexual to just like you're crying uh, with your best friend because of something that happened 12 years ago. Oh, I That's love That's my those. brunch. It's what we're searching for, Nicole, is just catharsis, right? Brunch is catharsis. Brunch is catharsis. It I is guess. freedom. It is catharsis. What's your favorite brunch meal? <sighs> okay, so my favorite brunch that I had, mm-hmm. it was the last day of service of one of, I believe, our mutually favorite restaurants, A-Frame. <laughs> it was a Roy Choi restaurant uh, that was kind of like Hawaiian themed, and they had an incredible brunch, and I'll never forget the last brunch I went. Because I had four beverages, uh, only one of them alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I literally had a cocktail. I had a kombucha. I had a coffee, and I had a juice. Wow! And then I got all-you-can-eat pancakes. They're all-you-can-eat passion pancake. fruit butter. <gasps> They're all-you-can-eat nuts. Oh my god, so good! So and good. I got a plate of spam longanisa, mac salad, rice, and over easy eggs. That sounds and really that good. to me was the ideal brunch. Mm-hmm. Four beverages. You got the caffeine to bring you up. You got the alcohol to bring you down. You got the kombucha to settle the tummy. You got the juice <laughs> for the vitamins. You know. That all, sounds all great. of it's there. That all sounds of it's delicious. There. And that's my typical ordering strategy at brunch. Everything? Yeah, correct. Yeah. I love salmon eggs Benedict. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. I don't like people that get pancakes at noon. Well, that's wait, sus. wait, no, no, pancakes for the table, of course. Oh, you do pancakes for the table? Always do pancakes for the table. Any oh. sort of sweet, because who just wants to eat a plate of pancakes, like, for Mm-mm. their main meal? Mm-mm, not me. Uh, and so, I mean, Julie and I go anywhere, even if we're with, like, eight people, mm-hmm. we just start ordering things at will and force other people to pay for it. Oh, you're that couple? You don't even ask. You just order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and if What if people our... have dietary restrictions? What? That's, we don't have friends with, di- with dietary restrictions. What are you talking about? What are you talking we about? We got like one who doesn't eat pork until we go like, come on. And then they, I'm not trying to fork pork on her. Fork, I'm not trying to force you're pork on You're not a pork friends. forcer? I'm not a pork forcer. Don't, don't call me. You can't just throw you're on pork allegations forcer. like you're that. You're a pork forcer. Willy-nilly. I'm not a pork forcer. Um, anywho, what's your general ordering strategy at brunch? I haven't been to brunch in so long. I'm like, <laughs> you don't get it. Like, there's certain parts of my life that have that have just changed since I started working here. Number one, number two, since I got married. Like, there's things that I just don't. I don't go to brunch that much anymore. Do you miss it? Yeah. Yeah. There's something very, uh, like you said, freeing about brunch. It's like I have no worries. I have no cares. This is my time to just eat, drink, be merry, talk shit with my friends. But do you think you have more? Wor- do you think now you have more worries and cares? Yes. And that influences you. Of course. Dude, same. It's so hard. I, the weekends for me are like, I mean, this last weekend was like, aside from going out and then just being kind of hungover <laughs> and resting, mm-hmm. it was like. Uh, taxes. It was laundry. It was like figured out. I need to get the cat new food because he keeps throwing up his old food. It was like you know, uh, meal prepping. You know, cleaning the apartment. Like that's weekends are now where you know I'll have one big grand hurrah. Mm-hmm. You know, of just doing a weirdly earnest rendition of Creep by Radiohead at a Korean karaoke bar, mm-hmm. and then eating short ribs too. And then it's just like. Business, got to figure it out. And there's like no time in my life for brunch anymore. Yeah, there's something, I think you're right. It's like going out during the daytime like that is something that's very youthful and very yeah. gaff. All you like, freaking kids out there going and having fun of the daylight? It's amazing. Wait until the shame of night falls oh for my crying gosh. out loud. The way that you feel going, listen, brunch. Santa Monica, the sun is beating down. You're wearing your cutest outfit. You have your little high heels on, but not too high <laughs> because you're going to be, you know, dancing and going about. Like, it's just so freeing. And I do miss it. I do miss brunch a lot. And I think brunch should be at 1130 <laughs> to 230 because I'm going to sleep in and I want to enjoy myself. 
and look good and do my hair and you know what I mean? It's like a very it's a very like feminine fun thing that I wish I could do more. Actually, last time I went to brunch, it was um, it was a very boozy brunch uh, uh-huh. and it was for a friend's birthday and it was mm-hmm. also for Pride. And we went to the Abbey, which is a very That's popular, so but a very inclusive and diverse gay bar. Mm-hmm. But I, I did get asked to leave because I was dancing on the pole. <sighs> and you're not only if you're sanctioned, only yeah. if you're certified, are you allowed to dance on that pole? You didn't show them your well, pole the, dancing the certification? Did, no, I, I, I tried to show them with my moves that I should be certified. <laughs> But there weren't even any dancers there yet, so it's not like I was taking the tips out of the Go-Go Boys, you know, G-strings. I was like, I was just up there vibing. Um, no, no, no. I don't know. But that was the last, like, boozy brunch that I did. I was respectful and nice. I apologize. That's good. That's yeah, really yeah. nice of you. But no, I need to go to more brunches. Can I think we should we should go together. As soon as I said that, I was like, oh, when? When are we going to do that? I don't want to. This weekend, I'm going to a track meet, That's you know, good. not to compete. With What? What? Well, to, I'm like going oh, I thought you were like saying support. not to compete with what I'm doing. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I don't like, have anything going on. In case on. you thought that I was going to run or throw or jump. No, no. I know no. you don't do that anymore. You're just going to go enjoy the uh, the sport of it all. Yeah, like watching beefy boys throw metal balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. What are you doing? What, what are, are you am doing, I doing this weekend, weekend? instead of brunching? Like, truly. What am I doing it. this weekend? Well, I have to look at my calendar. I really I write everything down on a big, massive calendar. And then I also write it into my digital calendar so I know exactly what's going on. Um, oh, it looks like nothing. <laughs> it looks like nothing. Nothing. I mean, but, you're not... still, but you still wouldn't consider. I can't. What do you mean you can't? I got to take care of freedom. I got to take care of my man. I got to take care of my laundry. I got to take care of the dishes. I got so much to do. I got to dye my hair. Passover's coming up. I got to look good for Passover. Rage, rage against the dying of the light, Nicole. We're not. Neither of us are even 30 yet. We can I still go 50. out there. And, bro, I feel 50. Are you kidding me? I got these old joints. I'm in a weird position right now. Are you taking your hurts. magnesium? <laughs> no, you know what? I missed two days of krill oil uh-huh. and glucosamine, uh-huh. and I feel it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> they should put it. They should be putting that in your mimosas. They should be putting krill oil in your mimosas. At least rim it. <laughs> I Nicole, but so far we've only been talking about brunch in the American context. Yeah, that's true. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Because the best form of brunch. Uh, where, what? Dim sum. And oh, I don't know if it's like messed shoot. up to call it brunch because it's it's its own thing. I've only been once. You've only been to dim sum. Oh. No, like an oh no 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 like OG dim sum cart situation. Yeah, and I mean like an actual dim sum restaurant. Yes. Like that is what the not, I want not next... like we have one section of dim sum no. on the thing. No, no, not like Din Tai Fung. Like I'm talking yeah. about like an actual like cart place in like San Francisco. I went once. I think that might be the new dignified way for wow. you and I to get out there and brunch more. Because okay, I'll tell what? you what, you can't you can't just like get rowdy in the dim sum spot because yeah, there's can. a bunch of like Chinese grandmas around and like you're you're already trying, you're trying to be not to you're trying to be respectful. Of course. You know? Um I went with David though and like you know David oh. speaks Mandarin uh, and so he was, and he like, you know, knows the codes of like which carts you can just snap at and be like, hey, bring me that like tofu and brown rice syrup, which is absolutely freaking all oh, the ginger syrup on the <laughs> tofu. <laughs> so to me, that's like the dignified brunch type thing that we can get to. We can start gossiping with the Chinese grandmas too. I'm so down. Like, we need to lean into our age. We need to act our age. There's no more just getting schlitty. I can't do that Off of bottomless anymore. mimosas. Can't do it anymore. No. We're I'm not there. Go eat har gao and shumai. Okay. And do it. I think I think that is my official plea. Okay, fine. I okay. You know how to play mahjong? I'm gonna learn from a Chinese grandma. 
<laughs> I only know old Jewish grandma mahjong, and it's different than Chinese mahjong. Well, we're going to learn both ways. We're going to learn. That's it. There's okay, no fine. raging against the dying of the light. Dylan Thomas was wrong. Whoever uh, the heck that guy Dylan is. Dylan Thomas, come on. Don't go gentle into that good night. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh. God, I'm old. I don't, I've never read that. I just know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, okay, fine. Me and you, dim sum, carts, grandmas, mahjong, no alcohol, only tea. I'm in. Cool. Freaking down, man. All righty, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casserole. But hey, Nicole, before we get into that, as many of you likely know, Rhett and Link have spent over a decade tasting, rating, and ranking everything from the world's most expensive desserts to 40-year-old ham and eggs, and thanks to that, now they have a TV show. That's right, Josh. This Sunday, their series, Inside Eats with Rhett and Link, premieres on Food Network and Discovery+. Plus. They head into their favorite restaurants asking questions like, what does your Chipotle order say about you? Sounds familiar, huh? And what happens when you order an entire Cheesecake Factory menu? Sounds familiar again, doesn't it? <laughs> sure. Does, Nicole. <laughs> Be sure to watch the premiere of Inside Eats with Rhett and Link this Sunday at 10.30 p.m. on Food Network. And for even more bonus footage, check it out on Discovery+. Plus. Can't wait to tune in. I, I, I actually can't. Yeah. I really can't wait. To, not that I thought you were sarcastic, but no, I'm, I'm really stoked to watch. And you and I are in one of the episodes. We sure are. Uh, no spoilies. No spoilies. But I had a really great time. And I ate some incredible food that was very jarring to me in a good so way. So jarring. In a good way. Slap in the face. Pew. Pow! All right, first up, we got at Kenzie Likes YT. <laughs> Chew some strawberry gum for a bit, then after you spit it out, pour some lemon juice and sugar in your mouth, and boom, instant lemonade. Hear me out. Just make lemonade. Yeah, my problem with this is it's the opposite of instant. You started <laughs> by saying, chew some gum for a bit. That's to make your spit more active. I know, but I'm saying that's the, that's the opposite of instant. If you have to chew gum for a bit to do anything, I'd say it's no longer instant. Sounds like fun, honestly. I mean, it sounds like a good time. You got kids, yeah. you need to keep them occupied for like an hour, hour and a half, and you, you really want to mess up their teeth. You lemonade in your mouth. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> I, I know this exact sensation, and it is a delight, though. I will say that. Yeah, there's something about like half disintegrated sugar that really like mm. hits me in my heart. Listen, I'm a guy who would just, I would just crunch on teaspoons of sugar for a snack. Oh, that explains yeah. so much. <laughs> like you said you were pre-diabetic? Yes. As a kid? No, no, no. There you go. I used to drink like a gallon of like cran apple juice a day and I thought it was good for me because it was, you know, it was juice. And then, cran apple? Yeah, I drank, I drank so much store brand knockoff ocean spray growing up that like it was, I mean, it was really like, a, like 2,000 calories of just a... Uh, Pure juice. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. 
Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. No one told me it was not great for it's you okay. in large amounts. Well, at least you don't know. Okay, see Mitch... Codrums says pizza dipped in applesauce is fire emoji. Is it? I'm mulling this around in the old mouth mind machine. You know, put it put it in the, on the spin cycle in the old mouth mind. Um, I don't know that I can see it. <laughs> Maybe if it's a barbecue chicken. I can see that. I mean, yeah. Do you ever have those pizzas that are like pear and gorgonzola? Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I ever quite enjoy them as much as I enjoy reading them. You know what I mean? I read it and <laughs> wow, I go, oh, that's that nice. Is so accurate. Holy shit. <laughs> and then you eat oh it. Oh my you're like, God. You're like, why did I do this? Yeah yeah. 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 Oh my God. No, you never enjoy putting it in your mouth, but you read it and you go, oh, is that arugula? <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. That's so oh, funny. balsamic drizzle. Yeah. On yeah. Yeah. There. Oh my gosh. Maybe yeah. using applesauce as the base of a piece of sauce. <laughs> Stop. Though. Why not? No, man. I don't know, man. I just, I got a bunch of like a date syrup, a bunch of Ceylon, Ceylon. Yeah, in my house right now. And I've, I've been trying to use it on like weirder stuff. It's good know. with like brie. Yeah. Yeah, put on some brie and I'm some nuts. I'm like stews. I, I really like sweet meats. And I know I like you do. sweet meats in pizza. Ooh. You know? Ooh. Why don't you just do like a, like a little like Ceylon and like soy like braised situation and then just put it over your pizza? Yeah. I, I think good. I might do that. Mm. Mm. Yum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I had Steve N. Molima. Not sure if someone's answered this already, but I was listening to the Architos Chips episode and Josh asked about, that's me, Josh asked about soft drinks. They're called that because they have no alcohol. Drinks with alcohol are called hard drinks. Yeah, I was actually, um, I was reading about the history of Coca-Cola or, mm-hmm. or just earlier today. Okay. And they started marketing it as, quote unquote, a soft drink only during Prohibition. Uh, because you know, oh, banned all hard drinks, and so they're like, that. "This is a soft drink." They literally took the cocaine out of it. Nice to be like, "Hey, we no longer have cocaine in here. Good news, it's a soft drink now, so you can drink it during Prohibition." How interesting! So Prohibition was also cocaine. I thought it was just uh, alcohol. I, don't, I think it was kind of like everything to be a soft drink. They couldn't have cocaine in it. Hmm. Also, cocaine started like waning in popularity by then. By then, they, I mean, like not popularity, but like a uh, legality. People were finally catching on. Like, hey, maybe this shouldn't be. Just in, you know, uh, a soda pop. <laughs> okay. Happy Inside RTM says, My secret guilty pleasure is a sunny side up egg with rice topped with sriracha and popcorn with every bite. Not so secret anymore, is um, it? We got, you got outed, Happy Insider. Um, Is that what it was? I said Happy Inside RTM. <laughs> I think it's Happy Insider TM. Oops, I don't know how to read. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, this is a great opinion. I'm into it. Popcorn my eggs, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I will not, ma'am. Uh, this isn't that guilty of a pleasure either. to you. You looked at me saying, and you said, I daddy. At the camera. I looked at the camera. I, Maggie, can we run that footage back? Maggie, I did not look. <laughs> she called me daddy and there's already a podcast that's like called that or something. Yeah, there and is. And so, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. Yeah, it sounds nice. It sounds like half my brunch at A-Frame. Yeah. You know? They had popcorn chicken on their pancakes. Put some furikake on there. Mm-hmm. I'm game. I'm all about this. Here we go. At Mark Renak, Worcestershire sauce goes great with mashed potatoes. I know how they know that. I know how they know that too. Should I tell you how I know? You tell me how yeah, you know that so they, they know it. So they cooked meat with Worcestershire sauce and then a little bit of the cooked Worcestershire sauce got on the potatoes like, mmm. Got dang right. Got dang and you Am know, I right? And you know who you. also has that same opinion? You do? No. 
You're... The director of Mythical Kitchen, Ben. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben Hi, was ben. literally, he was literally telling me, he was like, yeah, my dad used to just like drown steaks in Worcestershire. And <sighs> so now anytime I taste mashed potatoes without Worcestershire and meat juice on it, I think it's weird. Yeah. When I went to the steakhouse and um, they had like steak sauce and it was gross. <laughs> I, 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 like I hate one, steak dude. sauce. Oh, ew, I hate. Re- Ooh, it's mm, like tang. A little raisiny tang. It's mm, gross. Give me that. I hate steak yeah, sauce. Yeah, mommy, give me that. Josh looked at me sauce. and said, mommy. I did not look at her. I looked at the table. I didn't <laughs> no, call her I mommy. I did mommy. not. <laughs> okay. Queen underscore of underscore ranch underscore found your new girlfriend, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little <Bucks>. lady. <laughs> What are you doing on Friday night? You have a you, me, a bucket of Hidden Valley and some good times. You know, just let the feelings roll. You like brunch? Can I, I say, don't. Can I say something? <laughs> the opinion? Yeah, go ahead. Say it. What are you waiting for? Box, You're so, stalling. I can't with you. Box mac and cheese with Granny Smith apples. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are things that exist. Uh, no, that sounds gross as hell. What the fuck is gross. wrong with you? Put corn in your mac and cheese, you imbecile. Oh, Christ. So, what that's are mean. We that's mean to your future girlfriend. Don't say that. <laughs> to your future girlfriend. That's fucked up. I mean, yeah. I I understand it. I don't like it, but I get why you do it. Yeah, give me. Yeah, put, Whatever do, rocks get, you. Get, do gala <laughs> apples. Do galas in there, and, I'm, and then I'm game. Oh, my goodness. You know, maybe a John of Gold. You know, maybe a cosmic crisp, Nicole. Maybe a maybe a honey. Maybe an enterprise apple. Nicole. What is an enterprise apple? Uh, it's one of the sturdier apples. An mm. enterprise was crossbred with a honey crisp to create the cosmic crisp. That's right, Nicole. All the flavor of a honey crisp and all the sturdiness of an enterprise. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> I've never told you this before, but you're a really big dork. Yeah, oh real God, big dork. Uh, there's something wrong with my head. I, I, love I don't it. know no, what it's it great. is, but it's good. It's, it's, Embrace it. it just ain't right. It's good. All right, at the Drew Chef, peppercorns in Pabst are just hipster orbits. What is this? This is, do you know what orbits are? Yeah, but what? why are people putting peppercorns in, in Pabst? I don't know. Is Pabst brewed with peppercorns? That's like a thing. Maybe, this person, maybe this person puts peppercorns in their Pabst? It might be. I, I'm just fascinated by the fact that Pabst is now a hipster thing. I mean, it has been a hipster thing PBR. for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, PBR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so orbits, for those who don't know, they are... Little balls of floating goo. It was boba before boba was boba. It was, yeah, I Before suppose. we knew what, before Americans knew what boba was. True. It, it was probably in like the mid-90s they were popular. It was like a kind of thicker, clear, sweetened liquid mm-hmm. that had little like balls of yellow, orange, blue sort yeah. of gelatin in it or something. Yeah. Uh, but they were suspended. Orbeez. They floated. Edible Orbeez, pretty well, much. Edible or probably microplastics. Probably ate a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess you're sucking down, you know, the peppercorns and the paps. But do, do, what, do you crunch on them? I get. I don't. This is a very unique. Nicole, why opinion. don't you know what this person's talking about? Why, why don't you? Why don't you know why Queen of Ranch and you aren't together right now in this room? I don't room? know. I really, you know, I I'm, I'm committed to another. <laughs> yeah, I like the self sabotage as well. B underscore Beach three says any type of bite sized pasta such as orzo, elbow macaroni, or ditalini. Boiled and served in its pasta milk, sort of like a hot pasta cereal, was a struggle meal for me growing up, and I still think it tastes amazing. Um, I get it. It's like starchy water. Yeah, it's sometimes like so- I, I drive people away before they can drive me away, <laughs> you know, and so that's why, you know, I might what? come off as like abrasive to people that I care about, you know, because it's like, what if <laughs> what much- if I put my whole self out there, you know, and, and sort of try as, as hard and earnestly Josh. as I can. And, Josh, and, and I love really you. I am vulnerable. not your therapist. Nicole said I love you. <laughs> of course I Inappropriate. Do. She called me daddy. She said I love you. <laughs> 
It's messed up. Okay, we have some decorum. <laughs> what are they? Did they just wait? Hold on. They just called the pasta water pasta milk. Can we can we get that? Like almond milk? How you like soak almonds in water? They just referred to that as the pasta milk. And semolina I think that's milk. beautiful and poetic. I think they should make semolina milk. Yeah, I like B Beach three. You're 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 my new my new romantic partner. Queen of Ranch, you're over. B Beach three. What's up? What are you doing on Friday? <laughs> You're the one that started it. <laughs> All right, at Flavor Schlap 101, sounds sexy. Eating Ritz salt side down is a superior Ritz eating experience. Did my dad write this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just said your dad sounds sexy. <laughs> this is a very, very good opinion, a specific opinion, an opinion I can wrap my head around. Nah, I want the delayed salt release. I want the, I want the, the what is it? it is the. RX, X, no, XR, the XR Ritz eating experience. I don't know what XR means. Extended release. Oh, <laughs> but like, it's like, it's weird because, you know, you're supposed to eat it this way, but then you flip it and you eat it that way. It's like. <laughs> what do you mean supposed to? Who's out there policing this? And when you get the Wait, box. The Ritz police, the little Keebler elves are coming no, out. You get the box and you open the top of the box and then they're, they're presented to you in a certain way. Well, you could just turn it around. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. That's kind of <laughs> fucking crazy to me. <laughs> okay. Hobo underscore toaster. When I was a kid, I put Scooby-Doo fruit snacks in between two cheeses. <laughs> Best snack of my life. It was similar to jelly on crackers, except not. <laughs> what the heck is going on? What are you talking about? It's similar to... It's not similar to jelly. Let's yes, say eating a rock yes, is, is like similar no, no, no. to a banana. No, no, no. This is this is so <laughs> this is so funny because I understand. Like when you're a kid, like how are you in your brain? You're like Scooby snacks are just jelly, but they're hard. I guess, yeah, yeah. And like a cheese, it's like a cracker, but cheese. <laughs> Yeah. No, this makes total sense. I hobo underscore toaster. You know what's really what are you telling? Doing on Friday you know what's really telling? Your hobo toaster don't go out with Nicole. She's married. Um, what's interesting to me is they said when I was a kid, dot dot dot, best snack of my life. That implies that they're not doing this right. But now, they right? were when they were kids. They, they, they were with it, but yeah. if it was the best snack of their life, wouldn't they try and chase that? Do you I think don't they know. have an imperative, Nicole? To try, if, they, if you had the best food of your life when you were a kid, wouldn't you make that again? I don't think they what? did think it was the best food of their life. What Scooby snack is the best? The blue one? I don't know. I don't eat gummies anymore because my teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've got a lot of dental worth. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to mess it up. All right. One more. Last one. It's a doozy. Nicole, this one's a doozy. <clears throat> you ready for a story from at Rose Colomb? Born ready. One night, my wife and I got drunk <laughs> and decided to make what we named cereal salad. Is that what they're calling it these days? Which was just every cereal we had in the cabinet put into a single bowl. It consisted of fruity and cocoa pebbles, Cap'n Crunch, Frosted Flakes, and a couple others. It was almost jarring how much we liked it. We tried it again after we sobered up, and it was still just as pleasing. It was life-changing, and this is now a regular breakfast for me. One day, I want to try every cereal together to see if it holds up, Nicole. Every cereal together. I think this is a beautiful love story, and this is what you and I should always, like, achieve with our partners. Respective. Like, like yeah, no, of course, with our respective partners. I think this is, like, the point. Like, you, this is the point of falling in love, okay? You get drunk and you just do stupid stuff together and then you sober. Like the stupid thing that we did makes sense and we should do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Like that's the true meaning of love. 
I'll tell you what, this this Friday uh, at like 2 a.m., Jules and I got home from the bar. Uh-huh. Um, and one, we ended up at a weird dive bar by our house that like we'd never been to. And mm-hmm. they just had like 15 Tupperwares out filled with random snacks that had probably been there for about seven hours. So, you, know, you know, some bars have peanuts and pretzels. This place had like sure. peanuts, pretzels, beef jerky, six cans of M&M's, Skittles, just a loose tub of queso that I dipped beef jerky in. Did you say loose tub of queso? It was just, it was just like Did a t- it have it was, a skin on it? Yeah, definitely. It's and I kind of broke gross. through it with the beef jerky. Uh, anyway, we got home and uh, I started making salsas from scratch and grilling up quesadillas. And it was like three in the morning. We're watching West Side Story, just eating, you know, uh, the new chicken one? quesadilla yeah, 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 mm-hmm. uh, with Gansel Melmort. <laughs> whatever his name is and then Ansel Elkhorn I don't care and then <laughs> Ansel with, Gil- with, with, with like an avocado pistachio and za'atar salsa that I made what a time Good. what a time and that's that's my own version of this you know and that's what you're searching lovely. for with anybody lovely oh sweet right. and on that note thank you for listening to Hot Dog is a Sandwich if you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen we got new episodes for you every Wednesday if you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or and Henny Zada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole and for more Mythical Kitchen check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week and of course if you want to share pictures of your dishes hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen we'll see you all next time and let us know if you liked us saying the F word a couple times yeah we really liked it tried. it was really fun oh and also don't forget to vote for us in the Webby Awards yes that's right today is the last day to vote before the polls are officially closed. We are up for the Arts and Cultures podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one is artsier or more cultured than Nicole No, and I. no, no. Uh, but please, it'd be a huge win for us. Uh, we'd love to get it. Log on to the Webbies. You have to make, just use a fake email account. Use the ones that you use for like, I don't know, your grandma sent you Evite birthday cards. Yeah, we have a direct link in the description. So click on that link. We want to beat LeVar Burton, baby. We really respect LeVar Burton's career. I love him, he has but thir- I want to beat him. He has 13 him. Emmys. I actually Googled it. He has 13 He has 13 Emmys. Emmys. We don't even have one Webby. Uh, what are you talking about? And I 13? offered to trade him two Webbies for one Emmy and he didn't get back to me. I'm sorry, man.